Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes, in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Welcome back to Your Brain on Weird. I'm Sage. And I'm Sam. This is a podcast where we talk about weird stuff and also talk about cannabis. And we tell each other stories and most of the time we're really high and it's a great time. It's a really great time. Yes. I have a great time. I also have a great time. Good. I'm great. glad. We're on the same page here. Hmm. <laughs> we should keep doing this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, how you doing? <laughs> I'm um um pretty okay. I'm doing great right now, but I've had a pretty stressful week, and it's only Wednesday. Yeah, it's been a long ass week. The exhaust pipe on my car just like cracked, so my car <sighs> was yet again screaming. As I drove it down the highway. <sighs> cursed. Cursed exhaust. The muffler just like fell off a couple months ago. Uh, oh no. But hopefully it's fixed. It was just uh, money that we weren't expecting to have to spend. So that sucked. Yeah. But it's all fixed now. Well. So on to bigger and better things like our van. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited about doing that. We've like stripped it. Which was very fun. We just like did that over the weekend. And I was nice. like, ooh, manual labor. This is exciting. <laughs> and that's it. And that's well, my life. And I have so many more days of work this week. Well, I believe in you. Thank you. And when you're done with your work week, I will be there to smoke with you and do stuff with you. So <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I'm very excited. Me so. too. I am very excited. <sighs> How are you? I have been better. I've also had a really fucking shitty last week. Yeah, it's been wild. Yes. I guess I don't really know why I had a shitty week. I don't know. I guess I probably just overwhelmed myself. So for anyone who noticed last week's episode came out a couple days late. Sorry about that, but whatever. And again, again nobody complained, so fine. Great. <laughs> Great. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm doing better now. And I did get to hang out with my childhood best friend, Allie, this weekend, which was great. Yay. Yay. Yes. Ooh, also, I have fun stuff to tell you about Allie's house. Oh, I'm so excited. I was gonna say, did you talk to any ghosts? I did not while I was there. We didn't really hang out inside that much. Um, but we did talk That's about... Fair. I talked a lot with Allie about, like, what the deal is with the house and what they think, you know, goes on. I don't know if Allie thinks that it's necessarily haunted. She didn't say that she, like, has ever experienced anything. But, oh, no, she said that one of the lights, the lights always turns on and off. Ooh, a Which good is, one. like, kind of interesting. And the lights will flicker on and off. <laughs> so there's that. The part that makes it very personal to me is that um, Allie's aunt died in that house. And 
when Allie and I were growing up, Allie's aunt was like the person that like always hung out with us. So like Allie's aunt was kind of like my aunt. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it makes a little bit more like personal to me because Allie thinks that if anybody were to haunt that house, it would be her aunt. Mm -hmm. And her aunt is like very much the trickster type and would be the kind of person to just be like, haha, fuck with the lights. So it's something to take into consideration. I'm considering it. Yes. The other thing that's really interesting, and I'm actually, I've actually kind of been freaking out about it, is that Allie mentioned to me that apparently the owners, the previous owners, um, told them that there's, somebody has a suspicion, I don't know who came up with this, but there's a suspicion that the house was part of the Underground Railroad. Oh. And there's part of the house that, Allie thinks is like proof. When you go right in through the front door, there's a closet. And if you push all the clothes back, there's a little doorway and you can go back through that doorway into this, like, I guess little alcove Mm -hmm. um, that's right behind the fireplace. And it's big enough for maybe like five people to be able to stand in there. And it's tall enough to where you can stand up completely. Mm -hmm. And it's right behind the fireplace. It's right through the front door. And you would never, ever use that area for storage. There's literally no other reason why that spot would be there other than to hide people. And I went back there and I have to say it feels very strange. Ooh. Like Allie and I like snuck back there and because she wanted to show me. She's like, oh, look, like. That's so cool. Oh, shit. She invited us to go investigate. So we just need to plan a time to go and sit and see if we get anything. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's my exciting development from this past weekend that I've been like waiting to tell you. I'm like, oh, my God. So, yeah. And the house is just really cool, and That's the farm news. is beautiful, and it's just... And ugh. goats! And goats! And she has goats. so many goats. It's just, it's great. So I love goats. Anyway. Are you hydrating? I see you are currently hydrating, but have you been hydrating? I didn't do that great today, because I probably drank, like, uh, one full bottle at work, and then I, like, filled it up again, and then left it with Nick on our forays. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I, like, didn't have it for a couple hours. But I, like, have chugged this one since I got home. Because I was thirsty. Nice. That's good. Did you drink water today? Not really. I've been drinking out of this um, 32-ounce Nalgene thing. Mm -hmm. And I think I've drank a a full one. So that's it. I've drank one. But I also had... Oh, I also had coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I had coffee today. I did have a Red Bull this morning as well, but it was ooh. a small one. Small. Small. Uh, I'm, I also, ooh, I'm also drinking this beer right now that I've been excited to show you. It's actually not a beer. It's a mead. Oh, but even better. Can you see? Wow. I can't, I don't have my self, self view on. I don't know if yeah, you can see. Yeah, that's good. But it's like basically- Holy shit. A green Holy man. Holy shit. And it's raspberry lime Ricky. That sounds great, first of all. Orion is scratching on his scratcher in the living room. Wicked loud. Okay, now he's done. But yeah, it's got a, it's got the green man on it, and it's very very good. It's extremely good. That sounds great. Um, it's uh, from Vermont. Of course it is. All the best things come from Vermont. Yes. So yeah. So yeah. I'm very excited. That's great for my beverage. Can you just keep the window closed for a little longer? Is there air conditioner? <laughs> yeah. Well. 
What? It's not on? What do you mean it's not on? I didn't turn it off. Ghosts. Mysteries. Mysteries <laughs> that I will never understand. I actually went in there and turned the temperature down because I thought it was too warm in here. <laughs> okay. Well. Well, I don't, I'm not really sure what just happened, but that's fine. What were we talking about? My, my mead. Raspberry lime. The riffy. mead. 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 <sighs> mead so rhymes good. with weed. That's true. Wow. I am having mead and weed today. Yes. Very good. 100. See, normally, normally I like wine and weed because you get the alliteration. You get the double W. Mm-hmm. Uh, double W. That's double also w. a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. But yeah, mead, mead and weed just sounds, ugh, it's just so satisfying. Perfect. Anyway. While I enjoy my mead and weed, where's my vape? Vape. There it is. Would you like to tell me a story? I would love to tell you a story. Wonderful. Today, I would like to tell you the story of the Coral Castle. (gasps) This is one that's been on our list since, like, the very beginning. And I've actually been thinking about this for, like, a couple weeks. It was really weird. Um, I was, like, I just, like, had it, like, stuck in my brain. So I, like, thought something recent might have happened, but there's no, like, news on it or anything, so. Dude, that's always how it happens. That's how the Loch Ness Monster happened for me. I just kept seeing the Loch Ness Monster everywhere. It was on my brain. I was like, cool, we're gonna talk about this. So I, like, had time to actually, like, watch some videos about it. I listened to the Astonishing Legends episode. Not this time. Not this time. I listened to it like two years ago but i did Mm -hmm. use their website for resources so thank you my other sources were wikipedia and the coral castle museum website so they have their own website and it's coralcastle.com perfect okay okay let's just jump right in there but not literally because you'd hurt yourself (laughs) because all it is is giant rocks Mm -hmm. (laughs) rocks and dirt yes So the Coral Castle is not actually made out of coral. It's made out of oolite limestone. Ooh, ah. And the the way it like breaks apart, it does kind of look like coral. And that's where the nickname come from. But it was originally named Rock Gate. And it was built by Edward Leedskullen, who was a Latvian immigrant who moved to the United States after his fiance dumped him and Mm -hmm. um, he like traveled around the United States for a little while and then oh this was in like the early 1900s like 1905 and oh he got tuberculosis (laughs) oof good old tuberculosis otherwise known as consumption yes So he went down to the southernmost tip of Florida to get the fresh air, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, same deal with like all of the crappy, crappy tuberculosis hospitals that were built up in the middle of mountains and shit. Yeah, they're just like, give him some fresh air. That'll fix him. And um, he did get better. So I guess it's something about it worked. But then... um, He just kind of ended up hanging around, and originally he started building his castle in Florida City, Florida, in 1923. All right. So, 1923. The Roaring Twenties. Yeah. 
So it borders the Everglades, and um, Florida City was the southernmost city in the United States that is not on an island. Oh. And it used to be very, very rural, like wild lands, like nothing out there. So he, like, bought the piece of land from, like, like the husband of one of the nurses that, like, helped him get better from tuberculosis. Oh. Okay, cool. So, like, cool. So, Ed. Good old Ed. Ed. Uh, started building the castle under the cover of night. Mm-hmm. And he had no power tools. No one ever heard him, like, drilling or anything. Um, okay, this is, like, 1923. So, I guess there weren't really power tools or anything. But there was, like equipment and shit and Mm -hmm. he like didn't have a car or like a truck or anything like that so he was just like going out and somehow mining these incredibly large pieces of limestone and he started bringing them back to his house and he started assembling his castle And he, like, built himself a little tower, and he, like, just kept adding to it and adding to it. Until 1936, there was some developers, land developers, going in on an adjacent property, and he hated that. He hated that for his castle. He's like, this is not my vibe. So (laughs) he bought another piece of land. 10 miles north of its current location in Homestead, Florida. Technically unincorporated territory. Very fun. Um, So he just, like, moved it there. And it took him three years to move his castle from... uh, From the first city to the second city. Yeah. From Florida City to Homestead. Yeah, perfect. Um... So, when he moved it, he, like, finally started letting people in to see it. And he was still working on it. He actually started... Is it mining when you do rocks? I don't know. Getting the the pieces of limestone on, like, his own property. So, he, like, chose a piece of land that was, like, really ripe with limestone. So, he had a quarry. He actually had... Four. He had four quarries, one on each one on each direction around the castle. Hmm. Two of them are currently filled in. One is still like on display, and one is I don't know something else. I don't remember. But yeah, he had four quarries on the property. <laughs> nice. Um, and in the middle, he like built his castle, and. Like, before he moved it, he just kind of had, like, the inside bits. And in its new home, he started building a wall around it. And he also built (laughs) this huge swinging gate out of limestone. Um, And he, like, literally built it right into the rock wall. And it was, like, so it swings from the middle like a revolving door and it was like so easy to push like a child could push it open you know weird yeah so he named his castle rock gate perfect yeah he did great 
and he continued to work on the castle until the day he died in 1951. So he put 28 years of work into the Coral Castle. Wow. And um, when he was still alive, he was, like, charging people to, like, come view it. And he was asking for, like, 25 cents, you know. And he would, like, show people around. And, of course, they'd all be like, oh, like, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? And he would be like, oh, it's, like, it's not hard if you know what you're doing. Oh, you know, I just, I just know the secret that the Egyptians knew and the Aztecs knew. And he was always very vague and mystical about it. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I know something you don't know. He also, um, he also wrote and distributed his own informational pamphlets. Nice. Um, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Propaganda, um, cool. Propaganda. <laughs> he was Latvian, you know. Yeah. Um, let me see. Oh, he was kind of awful, uh, like any male in the early 1900s or ever. Yeah. So his pamphlets were like very informational, but he had he had one called "A Book in Every Home," and basically it just like detailed that. You need, like, a woman to, like, take care of your house, which is ironic because he never got married. But um, he had very strong views about that. He also had pamphlets on magnetic currents and mineral, vegetable, and animal life. Interesting. So he was, like, distributing zines then. Yeah. He's like, here, take this. I wrote this. It's just, like, a few paragraphs on magnetic currents. Yeah. You know? Maybe you might learn something. Oh, oh, you're not into that? Oh, I've got the perfect thing for you. How about Check this out. vegetables? How about some vegetables? Oh, you're not into that either? Oh, I've got the perfect thing for you. Here's this manual on uh, how to get a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Where's your Where's your wife? Where's your... What? Your wife? Oh, yeah. Actually, my fiancé left me when she was 16 and I was 26 the day before our wedding. And I built this castle to honor her. Oof. Yikes. Oof. <sighs> Might be time to move on, buddy. All right, anyway. <sighs> yeah. So, whatever. But he, for like a really long time... You know, because he didn't tell anybody how he would like worked on the castle. Um, like no one knows how like how it was built, and the fact that he worked on it like only at night. <laughs> he would always stop working if anyone else was around, and he like very rarely rarely let people help him. He like let a friend help him who had a truck like move some of the pieces when he like did that 10 mile move but that was pretty much all that anyone thought so like the biggest mystery was this big rock gate the rock gate from whence this place was named Uh Um, so it like spun and in like the uh not the 80s maybe like the 70s it like broke oh no oh it was the 80s so 1986 so they um took it apart so they could try to fix it and it took like a six men crew and like a 50 short ton crane to like try to like pry this thing apart and what 
what Ed had done was he somehow drilled a hole from the top to the bottom of this rock with like just like incredible precision, you know, right directly through the center of gravity. So this the stone would spin Mm -hmm. because it's not like completely like square, you know, he like fit it so it would like spin on its axis. So that's pretty crazy. Um, and then he used like an old truck bearing to like prop it up on the bottom and give it something to spin on. Whoa, that's yeah. wild. So all of that and then just like a <laughs> truck bearing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the piece that broke. Of course, that's so the piece that broke. So when they took, a- took it apart, that was the piece that broke. So they like replaced it and it was going good for a long time. And then um, it failed again in 2005, and then it was, like, repaired again. But um, I think it's gated off now because it's just, like, they don't want anyone else to break it. Yeah, they don't want somebody to, like, go and use it and have it, like, fall on them or something. Yeah, yeah. So that was that mystery solved. And then in, like, 2015... There was some movie footage that got, like, dug up, you know, previously lost or whatever, that showed Ed in the 1930s, like, old, old-timey old video, you know, building the Coral Castle. And whoa, the mystery of it all, I guess, is solved because what he used was basic construction tools. You know, but they were just like handmade. So he had like a pulley system Mm -hmm. and the pulley system could easily lift like up to like 50 tons. And the biggest of these rocks is like 25 or 35 tons, which is fucking huge. Yeah, that's huge. Um, And then like they averaged like 20 tons each. Mm. So he had like this pulley system. He had like you know, like, a chisel and, like, stakes and a hammer for, like, chunking Cutting out, or whatever, yeah. chunking out, like, limestone and, like, would just, like, hoist it up and then move it over um, and, like, just, like, set it in place. And, yeah, it took him, like, a long-ass time to do it, but he, he did it. He did it. And it was, Wild. like, all just, like like wildly like so did he so did he take that video or no it was uh hang on like where did the video come from so it's a video from universal (laughs) studios actually and it's just like uh i don't know if i can even fucking find the name of it weird okay no so whatever they found this footage of him (laughs) Interesting. All right. So maybe biased. Yeah. But whatever. Um, They also did find all of those tools in his tool shed. Nice. 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 Okay. That makes sense. You know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 There is that. There's a lot of it that still remains of mystery because there's like certain things that are just like really fucking wild. Like he has this like really unique sundial that he had built like in the middle of the courtyard and how you like tell the time is he carved like loops into it and so where the sun hit on it was like where the sun hit on the loop 
Weird. So that was really weird. And then also there's a, they kept calling it a telescope, but it's just like a tower with a hole in it. And that tower in the hole just like perfectly aligns with the North Star in cool. that hole. Which is very cool. Yeah. He also had like a giant crescent moon that he carved and rocking chairs out of just like stone wild and he had like a table that was like shaped like a heart it's it was all like really fucking wild and supposedly this was all for his his love you know <laughs> his ex-fiance or whatever his ex-fiance yeah. yeah damn all right yeah no yeah. just me man i didn't really talk that long about this i just like sped through it whatever oh god it's very stupid that on their website, this is a quote, the Coral Castle, an undying testimony of his great love, took him 28 years to complete. The only other tribute that can compare to the Coral Castle is the Taj Mahal, built over 20 years and by several thousand slaves. Whoa. Like, Interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but- Oof. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so after he died, his castle, um, so he didn't have a will or anything. He like put a, put a little sign on his door and it was like feeling sick, gone to a hospital. And then he didn't come back. Womp. Womp. Um, so they like went through his belongings and they found like $3,500 in cash and they like had to like locate his next living relative. He had, like, a nephew in Michigan or something. Yeah. And his nephew was like, I fucking want this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he just, like, sold it to some other guy. And then in 2011, maybe? Oh, oh well. <laughs> in 1981, not 2011, oh. the Coral Castle Incorporated bought the Coral Castle and renamed the castle to Coral Castle. All right. So, in 1984, it was uh, registered in the National Register of Historic Places. And it was added under the name of Rock Gate. Oh, this is what it is. But they changed the name on the list to Coral Castle in 2011. Because that's how long I guess it took them to update that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is a short summary of the Coral Castle. There's, All like, right. a lot of resources if you want to learn more about this. Um, the Astonishing Legends episode is really good. It's episode 41. Also, if you just go on their website, they have, like, all of the links that I used for this. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah. I was just so, so excited about that. I t probably talked really fast. That's okay. <laughs> It's really Anyways, cool. I love the it's whole, really cool. I love Coral also, Castle. Yeah. You should probably go look at pictures of it if you didn't. Because it's like not what I expected when you like call it a castle. Mm-hmm. You know? It just kinda looks like a it kinda looks like a shitty Stonehenge almost. Yeah. It's very it's also very commonly referred to as like Florida Stonehenge. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. Um, oh, also the other like weird thing that we can like kind of talk about with this is that it is like 
perfectly lined up with known ley lines. Hmm. And there was a lot of speculation that he was, like, floating the rocks around, like, using levitation and magnets and, like, shit like that. Because, like, some of the stuff that he said in his pamphlets, like, whatever the magnetism, magnetism was. Yeah, yeah. He was just, like, real weird about it. And he's, like, you can basically, like, move shit with your mind. And, like, everyone was like, <laughs> did he move these rocks with his mind? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, totally. bitch, I might have. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Very hilarious. Probably a place that has some weird vibes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure um, it does. Also, yeah, no one knows if he did that on purpose, or that's just, like, a really strange coincidence, you know? Yeah. He also built a little generator that powered two light bulbs. Only two. Only two, because All it right. was, you know, 1950. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, 1930. Yeah, Somewhere between that time. That must have been pretty cool. It was probably pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. If it still worked, I would probably still think it was pretty cool today. If yeah, you just, definitely. Like, cranked it and just like, doop, beep. like yeah. yeah, I love that. Fuck your light switch! I want to see the <laughs> weird crank thing. <laughs> yes, definitely. What Good a weird shit. guy! What, what a, a weird, weird guy! Guy. Yeah, like no wonder he died single. Jesus. <sighs> <sighs> Spent all of his time simping for his ex. <laughs> building a castle as the devotion to his love yeah that didn't mm. want him she forgot about you bro don't <laughs> worry don't worry <laughs> or do worry i don't know <sighs> all right well thank you you're welcome let's see before i didn't prepare anything because mm. i'm lazy but mm. i did want to show you Jeff and I went to the dispensary today, and I wanted to show you what we got. Oh, yes. So let me send you... This is my haul, bro. So basically, normally we, like, look at the menu before we go, and then we, like, place our order online, and then we just pick it up. But this time the website wasn't working, so we, like, had to just, like, go without placing the order first. Yeah. And so we didn't really, like, know what we wanted when we got there. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why he wow? He's yelling. Anyway, so we didn't really know what we get want when we wanted when we got there, and so we were talking to the um, person who was helping us, and they were like, "Oh, there's this one strain called Blue Nana that I've been like smoking a lot, and it's really cool because it's literally purple." Oh yeah. And they were like. Oh, it also like smokes really well and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, 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 I don't care. Just give me the, give me the purple weed. I don't care about any of the other stuff. So let me send you this picture of these because it is, it is very purple. Oh my God. Orion oh agrees. <laughs> but yeah, That's isn't that wild. wild? Holy shit. Yeah. It's like dark, dark, dark purple. With, like, really bright orange in it. That's so weird. I love yeah. that. That's very cool. So, we haven't smoked any of it yet, but I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, we cut down our plant. Oh, yeah? Our neck cut down. There it went. There it goes. There it goes. 
nugs? The like the big nugs are like currently the size of my hand. Wild. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what we get after they're nice and dried and trimmy trim trimmed. Mm-hmm. Trim trimmy, trim trimmy, trim trim, trim. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was great. I loved that. Wow, is weed gay? <laughs> yes. Next question. Weed makes you gay. It's just a fact. Hey, man. I'd believe it. Nah, I was gay before I smoked weed. This is a little science heavy. None of that here. Not for today. <laughs> We're too far into the episode, man. Yeah. We can't be doing science now. <laughs> We're too high. Yeah, that's the problem. And I had a beer. Like, ooh. Rhode Island Senate voted to legalize cannabis. Wow. Big moves. That is a big move. Weird. How to roll a joint. We could talk about that. I could give you a little (laughs) step-by-step. Wow. This is cute. There's a little guide on Leafly. First. It's got pictures and videos and everything. Oh, here we go. This is... Okay, I like this one. This is ways to uh, make yourself feel better if you're too high. Oh, okay. Sweet. Sweet. So this is on Leafly. It is by Lisa Ruff. So I guess this applies to basically anybody. Um, because even though I'm a regular cannabis user, I still get too high every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so this article is kind of funny because it says, like, maybe your edible kicked in three hours late. Um, and you, like... <laughs> just kept eating and you're like haha like this isn't working and you just like kept eating edibles or something or maybe you were trying to impress your friends and you took way too big of a hit or maybe you just have a low tolerance whatever 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 so symptoms of being too high we've kind of talked about this but it can give you anxiety it can make you really paranoid um it can make you just like start panicking You'll just, like, start sweating. You can be really confused or, like, have trouble thinking, have trouble focusing. You can just be really uncomfortable in general. My skin is too small. Yes, basically. (laughs) That's, like, honestly basically what it feels like. You just feel, like, uncomfortable in your own skin. It's very strange. Yeah, you're just like, oh, God. Ugh. All right, so this is what to do if... I'm being interrupted. Okay. (laughs) He's just going to meow in the background. Don't mind him. Um, so this I is what to do if you if you get too high or if your friend gets too high or whatever. You can go out into nature and go outside and, like, take a walk or something. Get, like, take some deep breaths in the fresh air. Deep breaths. Why don't you go outside and maybe you'll calm down? I mean, maybe. You can watch, like, your favorite show uh, like a comfort show, something that you've like seen before that you like know what to expect. You can find a distraction. Like if you decide to go outside, you can just like sit and like stare at the grass or something. Make yourself a flower crown. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you are with another person, you can. If it's, like, your friend or something, you can, like, comfort them, like, in a really calm voice and be, like, be, like, everything's gonna be fine. Like, you're not gonna be like this forever. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's a very common thing is people will be like, am I going to feel like this forever? Because it does like feel like it's just never going to go away. Tell them that they're like not dying. They don't need to go to the hospital. Like they're going to be okay. You know, give them hugs if they're okay with that. Unless they don't want to be touched. Some people don't like to be touched. True. Get consent. Ask for permission to touch your friends slash hug them. Oh, you also want to make sure that you're hydrated. If you're with another person, just like make sure they always have water and remind them to breathe because sometimes you forget to breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Oh, another thing is another recommendation it says is you can make a safe nest. So basically like a pillow fort. Cute. A safe nest. I love <laughs> yes. that. Yes. Like stuffed animals, like blankets and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing it says that helps is you can chew peppercorns. So <laughs> that sounds awful. Or like chew gum, like chew spicy gum. That's a kind of like a tip that they give people who have anxiety. Typically, is like if you have something that's like really spicy, it grounds you. Like it, it gives you something to focus on other than what's going on in your head. So if you have something in your mouth that's really spicy or, like, really strong, you'll be focusing on that and not be focusing on, like... That makes um, sense to me. Yes. Yeah. And ironically, I have been focusing on the bottle of sriracha behind you this whole time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Spicy does make focus. Yes. It does. Yes. I love that Jeff just has, like, a bottle of sriracha on his desk. Yeah, that's fine. Very normal. (laughs) All right. Anything else? I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff that you can do. Take a shower. Um, yeah, take like a shower. That. That's nice. Lie down a for a nap. Yeah, sleep. 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 Sleep is time travel. It always takes you to where you want to be, you know? Exactly. It just, just makes you better sooner. <laughs> it does. Yay. It works. Yay. So there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, do you have anything else to talk about? I don't think so. Okay, visit our website at yourbrainonweird.com. Yes. We have merch. We do. We have a subscription box. Tell me your stories. Tell me your stories. Give me your stories. Give them to me. All of them. I don't care what kind of story it is, to be honest. Just tell me a story. And uh, we also have links to all of our social media, where you can find our Twitter page. Because that's the only one we use anymore. Yes. We also have a Patreon. If you want to support the show in a more monetarily valued way, we have a Patreon with tiers as low as three dollars. Yes. I think three dollars. I think it's three. <laughs> Sign up today. <laughs> do it. We have cool stickers. We do. That our cool Patreon stickers. people get. Honestly, they get a lot of cool shit. I mean, we get a lot of cool shit because this is our show but like they still get a lot of cool shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you are in the top tier you get a t-shirt just saying hell yeah just saying t-shirt and also thank you to our all of our uh, actual jesus fucking guys <laughs> thank you to all of our current subscribers patrons we love yes. you thank yes. you for supporting us oh my god yes thank you so yeah. much yeah oh yeah okay yes yes words they work we have so much exciting stuff planned for this oh year. my god i can't even and a lot of it would not be possible if it 
was not for our Patreon supporters. So just, uh, uh, yeah, thank you. And yeah, look out. Lots of cool stuff. Yeah. Incoming. Yes. Incoming. Yes. Okay. Thanks for listening to our show. I'm Sam. I'm Sage. And this has been Your Brain on Weird. Yeah. Thank you. Again. Goodbye. Whoops. Goodbye. Whoa. Whoa. Oh.